What's up, everybody? It is Monday, and I want to say happy finale. Um, welcome back to CT Time. We have made it to 13 actual shows, and that's really crazy to me. That's that's so crazy to me because um, when I came on here, I didn't really know what to expect, and we just made it to an entire year. That's like a whole job for a whole year. That's crazy. Um, today we're actually here to talk about fatherhood, and I actually have on today Robert. Yeah, Rob Marley. Um, and how old are you? Twenty-seven. And are you a father? Yes. A boy or a girl? A boy. Okay, he's like, um, how old? You say he was two, um, two years old? Yeah, he told he'd be three in November. Okay. So yeah, Scorpio. Okay. That mean anything? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know yet. Um, I'm I'm a mom too, but we're talking about dads. My son is actually one years old, so I'm new to this too. So I can't really judge many people about parenthood. It's just the fact that we made it this far. I'm sure he's a really cool dude. You're a pretty cool dude. Mm-hmm. Um, we came to talk about fatherhood though, and are men being held to the same standards as women? Are y'all holding in on this? Um, when you say you're a dad, are you co-parenting? Are you? Um, yeah, yeah. So me and my um, the father. I mean, I said the father, <laughs> the mother of my child. Yeah, we co-parent right now. That's what's up. So like, um, what you get them like every weekend? Every week. So we go week by week. Okay, that's yeah. Cool. That's what. Yeah, try to make it fair. So as far as fatherhood, do you feel like you're preparing the next generation? Definitely. Even outside of fatherhood, but especially since I got a young man of my own coming up. He can pump gas? (laughs) (laughs) Not yet. Do everything else, though. (laughs) But um, how do you feel about double standards in parenting? Um, I feel... Like in the past generations and back in the day, it was a little bit worse, but I feel like um, now it's about as even as ever and it's getting better. I don't think it's it's too bad. I think men are held to the same standard. (laughs) I might be a little biased, but I don't think men are held to the exact same standard as women. It might be worse. You said it might be worse? They're held to a higher standard? Yeah. How so? Like every mistake is like 10 times worse than y'all mistakes I feel like I feel like y'all like y'all y'all the mom y'all you know what I'm saying y'all got it y'all be tired if we make a mistake it's like oh they go that deadbeat again so but everything we do we get called bitter and that bitter word it really strikes deep because anything could be considered being bitter yeah. you know yeah. so oh she did this she got a boyfriend she she slammed the door my son mad at me she bitter <laughs> you know yeah. so you really do have to do I don't know more than just disappoint somebody just wants to be a whole deadbeat right, I feel right. like I mean, men yeah. get a lot more chances with that before they get labeled as a deadbeat and so. if you call a man bitter it doesn't it really stick as much as when you call a woman bitter mm-hmm. I can see where you're coming from I can see where you're coming from mm-hmm. yeah I'm coming at the game <laughs> I'm not playing <laughs> Um, I have a few more questions for you, though. Um, when your um, when your woman was pregnant, were you with her like the whole entire time? Yeah, yeah. What do you think was the hardest part? The hardest part was 
um, trying to understand that, like, the one person what she was going through, like, her body was changing, you know what I'm saying, it was a tough time, you know, scary, you never know what's going to happen. So I just try to not take nothing personal and just kind of be, like, real selfless, you know what I'm Okay, okay. Like, can you give me an example? Can you give me an example? Like, matter of fact, like, the day she was in labor, she tried to kick me out the room, like, because that doctor was like, you can't have nothing to eat, but she wanted me to go get her son to eat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so we're in there arguing, I'm like, I'm trying to do what the doctor's saying and everything, but, like, she wasn't having it, like, but I was still, like, when she was having the baby, I was still holding her hand, you know what I'm saying, telling her to breathe and all that one stuff. Like, I couldn't get mad, like, so that was that was probably the toughest thing and I'm not taking what about after the child was born be honest did you wait six weeks (laughs) (laughs) okay if anybody doesn't know what I'm talking about when you have a child you're supposed to wait six weeks to have sex that's when a, a woman's body is completely healed. So you, you see how he just burst out in laughter. And I say be completely honest, you know. <laughs> nah, I want no six weeks. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> Why couldn't you wait six weeks? Uh, it was, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't the same, you know what I'm saying, when she was pregnant, so... <laughs> you know, try to get back to the old thing. <laughs> you don't think it's worse? Work. She just pushed the whole human out her body. <laughs> I was gonna see you, gonna find out. <laughs> I know that was my first. You know, I think that was my one. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, since you guys have been like, you know, um, I don't know how long y'all have been apart, but have you ever sought out full custody of your son? Yeah, yeah. How do you feel like the courts treated you? Um, expensive. They wanted my money, it seemed like. <laughs> we ain't, like, I don't have full custody right now, but, like, we in a process. And, uh, but she ain't not fighting or anything, so. You don't I, feel like they were biased at all? Nah. You feel like they were just laying it out? Yeah. I felt like if she, I mean, if it was, like, a real battle or something, maybe. But since she poured, and you know what I'm saying? Like, you feel like they expected the same out of her? Like what you mean? Um, you said they. You felt like it was really expensive. Do you feel like they expected the same out of her in order to be a guardian? Nah, like I'll rip you up. You know what I'm saying? You ain't to talk about nothing. Um. Uh, name. But, um, yeah, I was going to ask you about your overall relationship with your child's mother. Do you feel like it affects your relationship with your child? Definitely. Yeah. You see, on top of him already being smart and aware of everything already, you definitely, you know, to get the energy and feel when things are like you think it really like affects a child in a way? I mean, over time. So I don't think like if we, if a child wins one argument, it's going to give him PTSD. Anything. But definitely over time, it's going to affect how he views people in general, not even just relationships. So with all the mumbo jumbo that they're feeding our kids, whether we agree with it or not, 
how have you been handling your child's exposure to the world's vulgarness like little Nas X videos how at first he was a kids artist and they were saying that he was going to schools advertising the kids and then he just popped out being exactly whoever he decided he wanted to be and people are trying to say that they're pushing that on our children and trying to overexpose our kids to stuff like that I'm not at all mad at Lil Nas you know well how I always told myself and how I approach fatherhood in that sense is we they first teachers Mm-hmm. So I just want my son to be comfortable to come to me about anything, you know what I'm saying? So that way he don't got to wonder or be curious. I mean, kids going to be kids anyways. But, like, the more that you teach them, the less it'll be like, ooh, what's that? You know what I'm saying? Or why that happened? Definitely. So, um... How do you feel about when your child is actually screaming and crying and causing mayhem? Like, how does it actually make you feel? Um, that very good kind of situation, for sure. No judgment, because, man. <laughs> I'm one of those three, two, one parents, too. And no judgment on men, exactly, man. Because I'd be having to just walk away. But- I already know. Because stuff be crazy. I'm not trying to put you in the hot seat at all, man. Nah, nah. Not at all. But yeah, definitely had to do a couple of them. But I feel like I know my son enough to where I know, like, or he needs some affection. And, or when mm-hmm. he just know when he cry, he can get what he want. Or, you know, get a certain reaction. So it's kind of a balance. You got to know how to do it uh, each situation. Definitely. So do you have anything you want to bring up? Um, oh, oh. How you feel? Um, how you feel about this uh, new generation of fathers? Um, they say that there's like a new rise of black families staying together, and I think that's really beautiful. Um, they said that um, there are more black fathers in their kids' lives, and what. I think two or three generations so that's what's up um, I see a lot of more of us being more educated looking out for our kids more even if we're not in the relationship you know I see more black fathers willing to co-parent other than just starting over you know and you see all those you know like the generations before us stuff was crazy they're so quick to judge this generation and how we do things but then looking back I can definitely see growth in the black community for sure do you think it's natural or it's because it's easy to be put on the spot? You said what? Do you think it's like it's natural, like we're learning and seeing different or is because it's easy to be put on the spot, like if you're not a father? It is easier to get put on the spot, but maybe that's what they needed, you know? Like women too, all of us. Man, yeah. We all need to get put on the spot. Just like um, I always... Man, I always reflect back on um, on black men, and I, I really do feel feel where y'all coming from. It's crazy because it's so hard to actually like ex- ex- you know express yourself without coming off as threatening, violent, um, just just overall scary. <laughs> and, and that's being one hundred. You feel me? Like it, 
y'all powerful beings, you feel me? So it's, it's okay to be intimidated by that. And it's sad that they don't have like an advocate for them. You know, I even go through stuff with my own home situation and I'd be having to reflect like, dang, the way this sounds, the way I feel about it. And did I have a part in it? You know, like it, it's it's so easy to be so innocent. Yeah. You know, it's so easy to just put your hands up and be like, oh, this person did this. This person did that. But what did you do? You know, right. So we have to really be accountable for our own actions and just think that. That's my teammate at the end of the day. That person's going to be in my life for the rest of my life, my child's life. If I'm messed up, that person's supposed to step up. You feel me? And if we are supposed to hold them equally accountable, we have to own ourselves, hold ourselves accountable, you know? Nah, yeah, that's so, what's up. You know, a lot of people don't look at it like that. So, yeah, that's what's up. Accountability, man. <laughs> Can't be half woke, y'all. Can't be half woke. Uh, look, people <laughs> get the tripping, huh? On another note, though, as far as um, women in this generation coming back on us, um, with everybody going in quarantine, did you notice how many women have like put their best sexy foot forward and went and started OnlyFans? Yeah, definitely. It was scary for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean scary? Because it was like. What's the difference between now and then? Like, I, I, y'all been felt like this for real. <laughs> so, like, one person made it cool, so now y'all come through to come out. I respect. What do you mean, come out? <laughs> Cause, bro, like, come out and say. It used to be. <laughs> I was more than that. It used to be like, I don't know, like frowned upon. I guess, like, you feel what I'm saying, for a woman to be like that. But now it's more accepted. Like, it is what it is. You just gonna. I don't, even, I don't even want to call it a phase. I guess just I can't even think of the word. What I'm trying to think. I guess of. it can't be like, a phase, I mean, but yeah. nah, them phases usually come like in the but teens. I, but hey, you only look like this right now. <laughs> Go take that new photo shoot. <laughs> <laughs> you only this young right now, girl. <laughs> I mean, it ain't nothing wrong with it, but you just gotta gotta take everything that come with it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, how do you feel like after women have decided to, you know, come out <laughs> and start OnlyFans and be more sexually expressive, I should say? Um, how do you feel about them? Like they're just fight for respect after doing all of that. Yeah, that's like what I was saying. I mean. I don't know. I be I be on both sides. Like I can see where they coming from at the same time. You gotta think you're gonna get treated a little different. Like and it be it's a thin line between getting disrespected and getting treated different. You know why saying? automatically think treated differently though? What do you uh, think you would why would you take approach a real her differently? And a secure person be like, I know what she do, everybody else knows what she do, but we're gonna pop out, you know, it's still us, uh, it's still me, like you know, so a woman got to be patient with a man when it comes. But we have like to that. be able to respect that. You feel me? Because everybody wants that. different things, you know. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, like being secure. Mm -hmm. 
But is she supposed to stop her money because she loves you? <laughs> right. What if she just stopped? <laughs> it don't matter. He said matter. it don't matter. I mean, I going It is out there forever and ever. Yeah. But at one point in time, I don't know. Men used to literally exploit them. You know. Have group chats, spread that stuff around like it was Pokemon cards, you know. So now we charging for our collectible. That was the, that was the, victim, that was the victim then. Now <laughs> Shame. Play <laughs> that. Never ever. Yeah. They're in good hands. Man, might want to come back, huh? Look. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of um Kevin Samuels? Um, I heard of him, but I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna act like I'm hip though. Um, I don't really know the background background on Kevin Samuels. Do you? Uh, basically, he, he's not new in terms of his delivery. The taco mm-hmm. is a bunch of uh rude black males on TV and talk shows and all that. To be honest. It's just that he has to podcast platform that's being donated for him to be able to say, you ain't can't be ugly, you don't deserve this, and such and such as that. And everybody's mad at him because of how really honest he is. Oh, that's the old ball dude. Mm-hmm. I think oh, maybe he's a big baby. Oh. Uh, you got a haircut. Oh, you got a haircut. Oh. oh, yeah, that ain't the one I'm thinking about. Though. Yeah, he's usually in a suit. I'll pull forward going in on people. But I, I thought he was the old yeah. black dude at first, too. Remember he went in on um, Amber Rose? Dang, I don't know if I'm saying that. The one I be saying. That one is legendary. Uh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> He's just so brutally honest with me. Yeah. But but wait, um, I don't know if you hear them from behind the camera. He's talking about tell them exactly what they need to hear. <laughs> You're not even mad at it. I wish I could play a quick clip for y'all. Oh my god. Yeah. I think I know y'all talking about. I'm not sure if it's a great one. I'm thinking about something like, um, uh, he was right in the mouth. Just rain right Beyonce. Just rain right Beyonce. Dang, I want to click on the right one. Should I click on the one from Vlad? It's still on Instagram. It's still on Instagram. Alright, y'all. I'm going to hold this close to the mic. <laughs> Jay-Z and Beyonce seems like they're happy from the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. Now, I think you rated Beyonce, what, like an eight? Mm-hmm. Where would you rate Lori Harvey? You got a picture of her? You got a picture of Lori Harvey? Sure. Okay, so you've taken a look at Lori Harvey. What did you think? How would you rate her? I give her an eight. Give okay. her an eight. Mm-hmm. Pretty high. Pretty high. 
She's pretty. You know, she's still a young girl, early 20s. I mean, her dad or her stepdad is Steve Harvey. Right. Uh, Career-wise, I'm not quite sure what she's doing, but, you know, she seems to be having a good time. And what's interesting about Lori, because she's really been in a lot of the spotlight, especially in, in Vlad TV world. And I had Boosie on here uh, recently. And his thing was this. He said, yes, Lori Harvey's a very pretty girl and so forth. But in the past year, she's dated oh, Trey yeah. Songs, mm -hmm. Future, Diddy, Diddy's son. Um, you know, now Michael B. Jordan. There's a couple other, I think there's like a race car driver thrown in there somewhere and so forth. And a lot of people got really upset. But his thing is... is Listen, if you're okay with your daughter, I want to get to the review. Sleeping with five, six, seven guys in a six-month, you know, you know, wants to sleep with, but the women who, whose men end up cheating on them and they stay with the man, you know, like a like you know little baby's baby mother. Okay. A lot of women call them stupid. The woman who decides to stay with a man who exercises options but cheated, called fools. Because that's the double message that women get. And that's part of the confusion. We, 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 we celebrate women's independence as long as they're single. But a woman can't make an independent decision to stay with a man uh, that makes her a fool. How many people told Beyonce, said Beyonce should leave Jay-Z? And that would have been dumb. See, we celebrate things that that go opposite to what many women want. Many women want to be with one man and to build something. So what are we ultimately telling women? That, hey, get out here, do your, do your thing, and then come to my show and listen to women who were able to do that. And then after age 35 or so, recognize that you've had a lot of dealings with men, you've had a lot of great life, but... Do you have that value, the man that you value, and you're building a life or legacy with? And most don't. And they, and what I hear more than anything else is, women have been told they can have all kinds of choices. So we should. But do you hear what he's saying, though? Yeah. So, to ask, <laughs> what's the question? <laughs> so, um, so basically, where he was coming from was he was just saying that after you done made so many different life choices and you done lived so freely and vicariously and did ever all this stuff, you can't be mad at your, your you know, your value depreciating, you feel me? Right. Or like the man that you want or the man that you're waiting on or the man that you're in front of, the one that's actually dealing with you while you're going through that, not being the man that you need to be with because of the choices that you made. And that's crazy. He wasn't that rough in that video. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> he chose a decent one. But, um, you know, cancel culture and this generation, like you said, most women and everybody being so soft and I hate it. It's like people don't want to hear what they need to hear. And it's crazy. I don't. I was shook, too. That stuff was pretty scary. Watching everybody turn into 
partition. <laughs> but <laughs> but it was cool though, like just being just seeing everybody be sexually liberated and just fighting for respect at the same time and just normalizing the female form, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Like we should be able to free the nipple and everything, but I do think that females should I don't know. Yeah. We can't put everybody in the box. We want equality, but it's nothing wrong with being modest and still being respected as a modest person. It feels like only hoochies and hoes get attention anyway. Nah, you think so? I think hey. nurses get a lot of love. <laughs> you know, RNs be having on them small, yeah. small scrub pants. They they trying to get seen too. <laughs> oh, that's a rule, like the ten centimeters <laughs> in the Olympics. Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's, that's what it was. But don't they, don't they pick their own up? What they say, everybody that work at Walmart be thick. <laughs> <laughs> That's no free grapes, you know what I'm saying? Oh, the free grapes. Yeah, they work But you guys, um, don't be scared to call in. We have the number right down here, 513-788-3910. Call in. We have a few more topics to go. Let me see. But I feel like women rarely do get like a dose of like honest, 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 honest truth from men. It's crazy whenever they actually do send it out. Like it's like saying. they get canceled. <laughs> yeah, like you were saying, like they be scared. But you can't be a hypocrite, you know. You have to live by live by what you're saying. There's a lot of double standards, and it's nothing wrong with with men want things to be back in the old ways. They basically had whole slaves, you know. Like we did everything for y'all. Like what? I would want that too. What? Got of here, Martini. Oh wait. <laughs> the smacker, like she just gotta keep cooking, like what? <laughs> nah, you'll get tired. The food of that. get better. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait. <yeah. Nah. laughs> like what? <laughs> Who would want that to be back normal? I'm, like, I'm but we not going. <laughs> nah, yeah, slow now. <laughs> like, what are you expecting? <laughs> now I'm digging in the kids' ears, making earwax. So he don't oh, beat us. It's crazy. All that, like, Hey, but you're not even really speaking on black people when you say that because, like I always say, black women never really went through the housewife phase. You know, we we didn't we didn't ever get to go through that. That's that's a white woman plight. You feel me? Black women didn't never yeah. get to go through the the whole housewife thing. That's somebody else's dream. You feel me? So to even expect that, we weren't even like you know yeah. raised through that at all. Yeah, so that's, that's just the idea, you know. So you're really expecting so much, and we really already do it. But it's just the fact that that's not our history. <laughs> It sounds good. <laughs> Man, 
we just adopted it because that's what they promote all the time. But yeah, I never think about it like that. Some current events. Um, did you hear about the baby? Oh yeah, yeah. I was just talking about him. So can you um can you read his actual statement? So basically, um, the baby just got in trouble and got pulled from Lollapalooza and dropped from a few endorsements, and they're about to. They're thinking about dropping him from his actual record deal, like actually canceling, canceling this man for the stuff that he said. Um, He made a statement about LGBT people sucking dick in the parking lot. I don't really know. (laughs) But we need the actual statement right now. (laughs) Just read it. Oh, wait. Anybody that you know don't have AIDS or something like that, I Dang, I don't want to paraphrase it because it's, it's crazy. But <laughs> the baby was basically saying, like, I guess he got on the stage, and you know how people make statuses, and they're like, like this if you don't have AIDS, and then people just be liking it, and sh- like share if you don't have herpes, yeah, <laughs> we just share it, like. <laughs> Like whatever. Okay, so basically he was on holes. He was on a stage or whatever, and he basically was like, "Some, yeah. If you don't have HIV or AIDS or whatever, throw your throw your glasses up." Da, 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 da. And everybody was mad as fuck. <laughs> you feel me? So, so he later made a statement, basically saying like, "Um." My friends, I, I know gay people, and and they don't have AIDS. They classy. They not sucking dick in the parking lot. Like what? Oh, yeah. he made it worse. <laughs> made it worse, worse, worse. You feel me? He made it super, super worse. So he talked about. I said what I said, and now he apologizing about it because they didn't drop him from all this different stuff, and it's crazy because. <laughs> oh no, bro! He gotta be. He knew he that. messed up. He completely knew he messed up. That's crazy to me. The sun up his sleeve. He got to be smarter than that. Mm-mm. Unless, like, I don't get it. You knew better. Definitely knew better. That's crazy. At a whole. He said, anybody who, who done ever been affected by AIDS, HIV, y'all got the right to be upset. What I said was, you know, I have no intention to appeal anybody. So my apologies. But the LGBT community, I ain't tripping on y'all. You do you. Y'all business is y'all business. So do you feel like when um, public figures and stuff are making statements like that, that you have to tell your kids what that stuff is? <laughs> um, nah, you don't got to. But if it's if, if they're already talking about it, then yeah. But I don't know if you want to introduce it. Like, hey, look what the baby just said. Like, <laughs> but definitely if they, you see they're already talking about it with their peers, then you might as well go ahead and hop in that convo too. Well, we said thing more. So, um, his son is only two, though, so a lot of these don't really apply. So, with all the mistakes you remember making throughout your whole entire life, have you been preparing your child not to make the same mistakes that you have? Or have you not really made enough mistakes to start training them on yet? 
um, I definitely try to teach him what I know. But at the same time, I know that he gonna make his own mistakes. So I don't want to be like micromanaging somebody when you at work. You know, my father like just all up on him. Not have no freedom and learn his own lessons. So I try to do that balance. As far as fatherhood, what would be the hardest part that you would say? Mm, the hardest part would be um, knowing that you're not perfect. You know, you can't. I think that hinder your uh, relationship with your child too. When you're too busy trying to make the right decision and stuff all the time. Definitely. Yeah. Whew. It's crazy trying to feel like you have some so much to live up to. Thank God that's your first son. So he's the example. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky mm-hmm. him, right? Being the oldest. Um, are you the? Do you have any siblings? Yeah, I got. Don't be, mad at me. Don't be the oldest. Nah, I ain't the oldest. I'm the oldest <laughs> out of my father y'all. child. Y'all perfect. <laughs> I'm the oldest out of my father child. Oh yeah, I should have known. Oh. Mm-hmm. For real. He act like it. <laughs> <laughs> but you said what? No, so I'm the oldest out of my father child. I mean, father kids. But I'm like fourth out of my mama. Okay, okay. But you go get the order wrong. Nah, I was trying to count on how many it was, all of us <laughs> together. I ain't even going to... All right, no quizzes. They ain't going to be mad at you today. They ain't going to be mad at you today. <laughs> but I am going to sign off of here. It was great checking in with you guys. I'm in prison. Do you think it's being... Now she give me the mic. Uh, do you think it's difficult being a co-parent? Um... Yes. It is difficult. Like what? I don't know if it's co-parenting or if it's just how, you know, my personality and her person. I don't know if it's us or if it's actually co-parenting. Because from the outside looking, there'd be a lot of relationships, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, they got that like a factory, you know what I'm saying? It's working like clockwork. But I think, I don't know, me and my baby mom, we might just be two strong-minded people, you know, so we clash a lot. Right. So you think that, like, do you feel that your relationship with your uh, big mom is affecting your relationship with your child? Uh, nah. Nah. I think we we at least got that understanding. We know about him first. Maybe all the other extra little stuff that come with it. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you uh just became a single father, like, yo, big mom's like, man, forget that kid. Like, like, how you think that'd be? I don't think that would be for me or yeah. anybody. You or in general? Um, for me, I know I have to make um, a lot of selfless decisions. That changed my life a lot. So I think uh, yeah, just making sure that I keeping him first as my main priority, then I'd probably be good. But that's easier, I mean, that's, yeah, that's easier said than done. Right. So, but some people be having a support system and everything where they don't need, like, they, uh baby daddy or their baby mama. Some people, you know, they do need that other person. What about um, those men who are married and got kids? You think, like, they made uh, better decisions, you know, into starting their family? Or you think it's almost all the same? You know, you got kids, it's a little extra work. No, I think that varies. A child could be, have two parents that co-parent. 
I have a way better relationship in life than some like just because people in the house together. They could be toxic just as much as, you know, parents who are not together. So it just all varies what the child got going in general. Right, right. But like you said your child is three, like Yeah, he'll be three. He'll be three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how you feel about all the pooping and crying and all that? That's frustrating, <laughs> man, because he's he's smart, he get everything else, like but he won't go to the bathroom. Like so I was like, is it not really clicking or do you know at the end of the day I'm gonna change your diaper? Like it's bad. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, like he he know neighborhoods and everything. He's like, We in Avondale, we in College Hill, but you can't go to the party. <laughs> so yeah, we working on it. We working. Right, I'm mad. I, I don't have a kid yet. I'm working on it, but you know, it's a great episode to have. This was uh, my MC's idea right here. The love is on camera, <laughs> and I would love to have kids. You know, just ain't real financially prepared. Like, even though I got a show and all that, like yeah. from all the stories that I've heard, all the stories that I've seen and been through, like maybe. It put like a type of fear factor in me kind of scared me straight before getting a child i was like oh you need to get one now get one whenever i'm like that's cool but who gonna take care of that child right right like you know i, I hear you guys saying y'all my support system but it's a whole different story like you said like when the action actually happens mm-hmm. it all varies yeah that's how i plan on my being too but valentine's day <laughs> I mean, I work at home, so I can't babysit just because. <laughs> oh, I gotta make sure he okay, though. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, again, like, it's really great that, like, we get to talk to, um, sucks that we only got to talk to one single father, but, right. you know, maybe a married father, maybe a, you know, non-co-parent single father as well, like, just seeing, like, the different perspectives, yeah. like, it actually shows yeah, that you know, been alive. like it's it's cool that we get to hear about more co-parents and fathers like you know you guys actually exist no matter what you know our bitter baby mamas be saying <laughs> right <do it>. <laughs> <laughs> and the narrative no 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 for real it's it's great that you know we we know that um co-parenting fathers exist like you know it, we always make it seem like they don't exist sometimes man, yeah. like oh man like you know the child support ain't there he don't ever want to pick up child on the weekends and all that and i'm not talking about nobody specific <laughs> really not though <laughs> I, i'm really not okay okay that's okay. <laughs> 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 no, <so>, um <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, it's just great to hear that, those stories. It's great to know that, you know, there's still people here trying to take care of their children and all that. It's great that, like Aziza said, like, there's so many co-parents coming up, like, black family homes coming up now. You know, once upon a time, just a few years ago, that wasn't real. That wasn't happening. Yeah. You know, people was leaving households for the stupidest reasons. Seven, seven families. Man, right. That, yeah. Now social media, we go yeah. Right. <laughs> now there's proud parents, sorry, proud fathers of seven kids. You yeah. know, <laughs> even though they got like five, six, seven baby mamas. Like I got a friend, like I eight mm-hmm. kids, a bunch of baby mamas, but he loves his kids to death. You know, so that's just, you know, we're finally coming up. Setting we finally, yeah, we setting a standard. Like, okay, cool. 
Nothing wrong with all of their families. I want five kids myself. <laughs> I do. Five yeah. kids. I want five kids. So. Oh no! I think I want it done. I'm. I want five of them. I want five little monsters just running around the house. <laughs> and I'm, I'm gonna tell them that too. I'm like, I love you so much, even though you're a little monster. <laughs> After maybe I don't know the tenth year, I finally understood how to raise them. <laughs> Man, just I told you I'm broke, but I you y'all I'm encouraging broke. me. Y'all encouraging me. <laughs> yeah. Also, thank you for getting on the show. You know, yeah, we need sure. we need more men on our show. Uh, we're tired of bribing them to get on our show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Appreciate y'all for having. <laughs> yeah, like we're, we're yeah. Look, we get more women on our show, and that's cool, but. Again, more men, like especially more uh, professional men, more uh, motivated men, mm. more men who are like actually out here yeah. doing actual things Man, instead of like yeah. just being these streets. The streets ain't fun when you're 40 years old. You still got to make that fast money. <laughs> like black, white, Hispanic, whatever. Like there's a bunch of people out here that got to be in that van at six in the morning going to some dude's house like three hours away fixing their gutters and stuff. And that's the rest of their life. Man. You know, we, we want to talk to more men who are in offices, maybe teachers, politicians, pastors, public figures, all that. Like, you know, if you know anybody, you know, get them on a show if they want. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a few. I know a lot of good men. Yeah. We, we need more of those out on picture. Like, there's... There's a bunch of great women. There's so much great women out mm. there. It's as if men don't exist no more. <laughs> like, right. Like, look, my MC's a, a woman, and you know, I wouldn't trade her for the world. I really wouldn't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, this is just my little thank you for the. Uh, season finale of season one is it, it was a great run great little uh tryout uh we're still on spotify so you know you ever want to look at the episode again you can check us out on spotify i'm not yeah, he promoting, he promoting. I, yeah, i'm promoting i'm i'm doing a shameless plug here real quick <laughs> look sorry sorry you guys you know came a call here i i try not to be on the show much because this isn't about me. This isn't about what I do. This is about other people. I have an MC for a reason. Um, <laughs> she kind of shocked out at the end, but it's cool. <laughs> you know, like, I just want to make sure everybody gets their limelight in this show on the right way, because this is all about, you know, the hard questions that people don't want to ask. People don't want to actually talk about and such. It's cool that you, you want to have conversations, but you be having too many private conversations. We need more public conversations yeah. about things that actually need to be talked about. That's what the whole point of this show is. There are so many, like, there are so many issues, and we're trying to fix it today. If not today, then when? Man, <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, we're almost out of time, so I'm giving MC back the mic. Sorry. We kind of breezed through those questions in the first half. Um, am I free to rap? Thank you guys once again for a whole 13 videos, airs, Spotify's, streams, everything. Thanks for all the support for an entire year. Hopefully many, many more to come. 
be sure to follow us on Spotify um, under the same name, right? CT Time Royalty Entertainment. Um, you're going to find our email right here. Go ahead and email us stories about phenomenal black men. And I also want to thank Rob for coming in at a short notice. I asked this guy today. He came in today. Awesome. And thank you guys for tuning in. My name is Aziza Red. See y'all next time.